Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash I heart. My next guest is a former employee of IBM and Microsoft. He has spent the last eight years in the mobile app space. He built, published, and sold a portfolio of 100-plus mobile apps, which have collectively been downloaded over 12 million times worldwide. He is an expert in mobile app publishing, marketing, and monetization, author of The Seven Steps to App Success, and host of the brand-new podcast, Game of Grow, which is debated in uh, a debate. Was it debated? Debut in the debut in the uh, top 100 business podcast on iTunes. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Muyo Muyo Okami. Hey, no, Almost sir. got it. Well, I messed it up <laughs> again. Oh, oh, okay. Muyo Okome. Muyo Okome. We're gonna, we're gonna work on it. Don't worry about it, man. No, 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 no. We're gonna have a long term relationship, Okome. So I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna do that now. This is, I got you back because uh, uh, I love you. And you and you bring a brand to this radio show that I and this podcast show and this um we're in so many different levels. We're on HBCU campuses and it's a brand that's respected and also I have to respect my guests. And you're one of my respected guests. First of all, thank you for coming back on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing amazing. How are you? Awesome. You know, when we was on the show last time, like I said, I had both it was a power couple interview. 
And wow, I ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we were just talking about, I want to just talk about the journey because I'm a former IBM employee. My degree is in mathematics. And I transitioned yep, yep. into the entertainment world. You, you, you transitioned into more of the technical, and now you're more of the app space. And, and I guess, you know, branding and, and, and uh, just growth in that digital uh, platform that's out there that's really dominating the marketplace. When you was at IBM, did you see this evolving in this direction? Or it just, hey, man, I, I saw an opportunity. I jumped at it. I, I was at IBM to do a certain task, and I just saw that it was going to limit my overall vision. So I guess the way I would put it, so um, last time I made a mistake, the, the, the last job I had before becoming a full-time entrepreneur, that was at Microsoft. I guess I'm confused now. <laughs> but um, what happened is that at that time, I just kind of becoming dissatisfied, and I kind of just viewed it as a funding source for whatever I would do in the future. And I was looking around for different opportunities. And apps, the, the mobile app space happened to be an exciting one that I came across. I was able to learn more about it. I, I read some books. I took some courses, started to become more knowledgeable, started doing some experiments, and it kind of, um, after a while, it ended up growing and growing and became something more real. What exactly is it? You know, the word app, you have, you have, you have these mobile platforms, you have, of course, yeah. the traditional uh, website platform, and then you have, what exactly is an app? Sure thing. I mean, an app is just a piece of software that, delivers some kind of functionality. It could be a game. It could be a productivity software. There are apps that people use to book hair appointments, right? Mm -hmm, right. But for me, sometimes people um, end up focusing too much on trying to develop some crazy app. I, I think it all comes back to business. is about you want to solve a problem for a customer. So um, this is just one way of delivering it in, in a place where everybody is. Everybody's on their phones every day. You know, mm -hmm. even while they're driving nowadays, right? Right, and and, and that's where we are at now in business world. You know, everything's immediate, everything's fast. I've just seen the evolution. I, I've designed, I've well, not me designed. I've had several apps designed be for large events I've served over the years. Just giving my customers a place to go where they can learn about the event schedule, learn about the things they can buy, learn about where they can buy tickets for various shows that I put on place. So when you when you are when you are given the opportunity to create an app, are there any certain things that has to be provided to you to develop it? Um. Well, yes, yes. You have to have a very good understanding of who it is that you're trying to serve. Um, like I mentioned before, what, what problem you're trying to solve for them, and I mean those would be the main things. And then I would also look at. In terms of the other, there are probably other existing solutions in the space, whether those are apps or their websites or newsletters, whatever. You want to see what people are already doing that's working that you might be able to borrow from. Right. And that's norm normally a pretty good place to start. Well, the reason I'm asking is because you are the author of Seven Steps to App Success. Why yes, did you write that book? Um, it's just based on my experience over the last seven, eight years. And what's happened is that. Um, you know, naturally, I'm doing apps, people find out, they hear 12 million downloads and get curious, so everybody wants to have a conversation to pick my brain. And I'm sure you know from, from your experience, like, there's just not that much time in the world, but you still want to help people. Mm -hmm. So this was a way for me to be able to provide, provide the knowledge, and people can just get it, and um, it's, it's quick, it's consumable, and um, there's not that problem of 
Can I pick your brain? Can I pick your brain? So it's, it's really interesting talking to you because there's so many platforms where people tell you to grow your brand, to develop. You know, you have the Instagram, you have Twitter, you have Snapchat, you have Facebook, and you have this world of apps. How do, what do you feel that you get your most exposure? Where do you go to, to build your brand, to market your brand? What platform do you use? Got it. So um, there's a few. There's a few that I'm focused on right now. So one, of course, you mentioned I have a podcast. It's called the Game of Grow podcast. Mm-hmm. That's that's grown pretty well. Um, you know, there was a strong response from the start. Um, and I really like podcasting because it's one of the only mediums nowadays where somebody will really give you their almost uninterrupted attention for long periods of time. So, you know, it's like people are spending hours with me a week listening to me on the podcast. Right. And they almost feel as if you're, it's not that you're selling, you're almost like a trusted friend. I'm sure you have that experience with your radio show now with your podcast as well. Right. Then the other, other one for me would be um, Instagram. So I, li- I like Instagram because I feel like there's just so much opportunity people are open to meeting new people on Instagram and seeing what they're doing. And if you're producing content that they find valuable, that resonates with them, they might follow you. They might share it with their friends. And so a really quick example of this. So for, for our new app, Color Noir, um, I recently posted about it and some big Instagram pages picked it up. Bola Alert posted about it. We were able to work with them. Um, D.L. Hughley saw um, the post on Bola Alert and retweeted it out to all of his Instagram followers. And so hundreds of thousands of people saw this app and thousands of people downloaded it and told their friends all because it's out there. It's on Instagram. They're already there interacting. Um, the, I mean, the content does have to be good. It has to resonate with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. They care about, but it does provide you that instant access to so many people. And I think there are about 400 million people using it every month, bigger than countries, right? Right. The, the interesting part about all this, whether it's apps or podcasts, especially podcasts, podcasts seem to be on fire right now. What mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. In, in, in listening to people and launching podcasts, what do you consider on an annual basis? Because it, it's tied to downloads and plays. What is a yeah. successful monthly download? And well, you know, just you know, because you have these brands out there that are millions, and we're not talking about that. In the right, industry, right, right, what, right. Do they, what do they consider a successful annual downloads or plays that you that you should have on a, a podcast? And you you good, uh, you great, and you on fire. Got it, got it. So I mean, I actually wouldn't even look at it that way. I wouldn't. I want to see your question, but I wouldn't look at it that way. I, I think okay. sometimes people compare, you know, this this step one to somebody else's like chapter twenty and get discouraged, and that's the worst thing. <laughs> right. But um, like you know, my wife, for example, my my wife. Side Hustle Pro, she just hit 2 million downloads recently, and she's getting like 100,000 downloads a month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not where her podcast started. And, um, you know, she, she had to build up to there, and it, it just happened over time. Right. My podcast right now, relatively new, um, but we've reached around uh, 10,000 10, downloads per month. So you can see quite mm-hmm. different numbers. But mm-hmm. for me, it's still, I could still see the impact that it's making on people. But like even their, their podcasts, they have less downloads that are still highly impactful, and they're people that will tune in each and every week, and they get so much out of it. And those people, those people who devote that much time to your podcast, are going to be some of your strongest brand advocates. You know what I mean? I know. And that's why I'm just trying to let people know where they can monitor or don't get discouraged by trying to yeah, give them yeah. a range because of the fact that 
it, it's really interesting because in the social media game, if you just if you're just looking at the numbers that social media stars have or celebrities have, it can be discouraging if you're running around there with yeah. just ten thousand Instagram followers and not feeling that no. you 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 can't make an impact or your engagement. When it really comes down to engagement and who you affect, who are affected yeah. by your voice and who's following you, that's really what it comes down to. No, I'm, I'm I'm right with you on that because there there are some you can have a hundred thousand people following you, right? But right. they don't actually care about one thing that you're saying. That you know, they they just click like and they'll keep it moving, right? Whereas somebody else may have seven hundred people or one thousand five hundred people, but those people are really hooked in. Anything, anything that you say. So there's an essay that I love. It's called 1,000 True Fans by um, <laughs> this guy, Kevin Kelly. Mm-hmm. And he, he just talks about this concept of 1,000 true fans can really drive your business forward and make sure that you have a career forever mm-hmm. um, if they're willing to spend, say, $100 with you every year, right? right. And um, yes. so like, if you can just really concentrate not on – the massive numbers, but really just impacting every person that comes into your world in the deepest way, then I think you have a stronger foundation. And you'll also be able to grow larger numbers because those people are going to tell other people. Okay, cool. Uh, before we get out of this break, I want to tell everybody, can you tell everybody how to contact you and where's your website and all that stuff? We're going to come back with another break. I want to get detailed into your podcast, Game of Grow. For sure, for sure. Right now, I've been very active on Instagram, so... Um, at Real App Magic on Instagram is a great place to reach me. My email is moyo, M-U-O-Y-O, at appmagic.co. Cool. Now, as you, as you give out this information, how often do you post on your Instagram? Um, so it, it depends. Right now I'm managing three of them, and it, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> Come I'm on, Moyo. You manage so, three, different I, 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 three different – they're yours or you managing other, other, other clients? No, so, well, so, so they're all for my own brand. So um, there's <laughs> there's real app magic for you know everything that I'm I'm doing with apps, whether it be my own or, or teaching other people. Uh-huh. There's Game of Grow, which is for the Game of Grow podcast, and then there is at Color Noir app that's yes, for yes, our yes, new app. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, with my friend uh Moyo, we'll be back right we'll talk about what you just said. Game of Grow, uh, and especially your new app, Color Noir. And we'll be back with more money making conversation. Again, I'm glad you came back on my show. Hope you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. But more importantly, you're giving information to people who need to hear it. Money making conversation is a show built for people who want to know the information from the right people. We're back with more money making conversations. Uh, on the phone is a very talented young man. You know, he has an exciting new uh, podcast called Game of Grow. Muyo, please tell us about that Game of Grow, um, well, how you started it, why you named it that title, and um, why is it affecting so many people in such a positive manner? Got it, got it, got it. All right, it's still Moyo. We're we still going to work on it, man. Wow, but... man, I thought I had it there. Okay, what's your, what's your got... last name, Okome? Did I get that right? Yeah, okay. Okome, Okome. Okome. So, uh, oh, yeah. If, 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 I really, if I really want to put press on you, my full first name is Orise Moyok Bene. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but we're not going to do that today. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't do that today. I'm struggling down here. I've been on vacation. I'm back, man. And I had you as my first guest after my after my interview earlier was pre-recorded. You're my first live guest. So, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with it, but I'm going to get it right because you're an amazing yeah, yeah, young man. Yeah. So let's keep continue uh, talking. Because I also want to talk about your parents and the role they play. But let's first talk about Game of Grow. 
Okay, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I've been loving the podcast experience of Game of Growth. Um, so it started, there was one, one night recently in the coffee shop, I was ending like a long day of work, and then I just started thinking about, okay, you know, how can I, how can I um, make more impact with the knowledge that I have? Like, how can I um, share the process? You know, as an entrepreneur, you go through a lot of struggles and ups and downs. Sometimes I would just drop like a little status on it about a little status about what I'm going through, or what I'm thinking about on Facebook, and it w- would just resonate with a lot of people. But then the conversation just goes away. So I started thinking about how can I create a space where I can talk about these things in a platform that I have more ownership over and that people can really interact with and be a part of and form a community. So um, that's kind of how it started. The name is kind of a play on Game of Thrones, which just ended. Um, I love the entrepreneurship game. I feel that it's a journey of growth and development that, that comes with it. In order right. to succeed, you have to have a growth mindset. You have to always be thinking about how can I get better? What do I need to learn to reach the next step? So that, that's, what, what, that's really what it's all about. You know, it's like skill acquisition, just keeping a positive mindset, developing yourself, and just treating it as a game. Right. Now, when you, when you think about your show, how do you mm-hmm. come up with your subject matter for each podcast? Right, right, right. So, Because um, content, so, content is king. Content is king. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> content, definitely king. One way is things that I'm, going, I'm naturally going through challenges in my business. Mm-hmm. And th- things will come up, and I realize that okay, this could have a tremendous value to somebody else who is an entrepreneur or who wants to become one. So then I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. So you know, one example of that would be um, we're, we're coming out with the app Color Noir. I get some discouraging messages. You know, somebody who's not in my business um, just sends me some messages about why it's not going to work. So naturally, I want to make an episode or at least a piece of episode talking about that and why people should tune people like that out and make sure they surround themselves with people who are on the same path or ahead of them. Right. So that's one way. Another way is just, um, you meet up with a lot of incredible people who have incredible stories and they may have built businesses that have impacted millions of people around the world or, or um, this or that. And so I'm actually want to share their stories and their learnings and then also use that as an opportunity where I can learn and the audience can learn as well. Um, and then another way is that I'll, we're developing this community on Instagram. Um, there's the Game of Growth community on Facebook. I'll just ask people, like, hey, how can I help you? What do you want to learn? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? And they'll let you know, right? Well, so that's those true. are really the three ways. Because if you're talking about stuff they don't care about, then guess what? There's no growth. And that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people... Because it's interesting uh, when you look at the... Because you go through Facebook, you see so many people have these shows, and they just start talking, they start motivating they start uh, you know but there's always the consistency and i think that that's the that's what you're achieving I, I, that's the number one thing when i talk about content because you can anybody can launch a podcast okay yeah, but, yeah. but but what does that 10th episode sound like or that 20th yeah. episode sound like or that 30th episode because guess what you, you just can't just do a podcast and just walk away and say thanks <laughs> think people going to just keep recycling that one podcast. So, right, so right, do you right. work with a team or you just you got your, 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 your chalkboard or your whiteboard, you just putting everything in order? Because that's the part of the, the process that a lot of people don't don't fulfill in their podcast or their live or their Facebook live uh, shows that they create or the talk shows they do on Tuesday or Wednesday. Or say, I'm going to do it every Friday, doing happy hour. 
It's that content. And a lot of people fail miserably in uh, achieving that on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm blessed in that respect to have my wife. <laughs> you know, I think she's one of the, the best, um, the best doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not being biased. Oh, no, um, no. Being a little biased. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think, I think she's really good at what she does. I'm, I've had the benefit of just watching her put out content every single week, week after week, uh, more or less the same time. Mm-hmm. And just the impact that that has over time. Right. So that, that's been really great for me. Um, I don't work with any team in terms of, uh, like, producer or anything. Right. I, I, I mix it myself now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to keep everything fairly bare bones. So my, my, my kind of philosophy on it is that I care a lot more about the, the content um, than the polish. You know, I'm still not going to make it sound like trash and put out a garbage product. But, um, you know, if I say things like, um, I, I don't care. I don't care at all. Like, I just want you to hear what I'm saying. I want you to get value from it, and I want it to actually help you to make money or, you know, change your mindset or, or give you the courage to do something, right? If I'm able to do that, and I say, um, like, I'm not going to be embarrassed about that or apologize for that, right? Right. Um, but, but in terms of what you said about making sure that you have the consistent episodes, so, yeah, I definitely lay out, I have a, a little spreadsheet I keep on um, Google Docs, Google Spreadsheets that just different episode ideas, different things that people have said to me, different questions I've had, or if, if an idea just hits me as I'm going through something, I'll try to document it. And uh, that way there's always a catalog of different things that we can tap into. And, of course, if I come across somebody that I think would be great for the audience, then I'll just reach out to them and ask and try to schedule them for it. I hear you. That's awesome. Now, the reason I ask, because a lot of people feel that when they do these podcasts, these shows, that it has to be all on them. But you, right, right, right. You know, say you have a, a, the number one asset for you creatively and content, content that drives your content is your wife. Is awesome because that means that you have somebody that you can count on. And a lot of people start yeah, these yeah. shows and they just start them without a, a plan. The plan is okay. Where are you going to pull this information that's going to consistently keep you successful? Like I meet on Tuesdays. You know, I didn't call you to rebook you on this show. A staff member called because I can't do that too. Because, yep, yep. like I said, I got a lot of things going on in my life. My show is a little bit different from your podcast because my show relies on guests delivering information to my audience so they can feel that they're getting that, they're, that there's value to listening to my show. So absolutely, absolutely. And so when I when I talk to people and I bring you on the show and we're talking about game of grow and you talk about your content, like you said, periodically you have on, have guests on the show, but really that show is about you and providing information, and that's what people have to understand. If people are listening to the show and you're building a show on your guests, then that's good, but if they're not coming there because you provide value too, then the, your growth and your success platform will not be as, you will not, a lot of people will not be excited about it because it really comes back to right, you right, as the right. host, correct? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think I think it's a balance. Um, sometimes, in the beginning, if you're getting started in a space and you're not that experienced, I think that it can be a great thing to um, use guests and, and be giving your audience value through them. And mm-hmm. over time, you probably learn things from your guests. So that, right. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Your, your audience will learn things from them. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And then there's that halo effect where they'll start to associate you with the people that you have on the show. So it kind of levels you right. up as well right. in that right. way. Right. And because you're learning so much and you're doing more, you'll naturally be able to share. <laughs> so, like with my wife's show, initially it was built primarily around 
all of the guests, and, and then that kind of started to happen where people just really, like, people really want to hear from her more now, mm-hmm. and, and they'll even get upset if she doesn't check in with them at least once a month and <laughs> let mm-hmm. them know what's going on in the business. There you go. That's all I'm saying. So now let's talk about a couple of things. Let's talk about your brand new app that you have out there. Yes, sir. Why? Right, why? So, you know, you, okay, you're you a busy ahead. man. You're a busy man. Y'all were talking about you got three platforms. You got to do social media. Right, on, right. And you just don't stop. You just don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we we um we actually throw we, we cut a lot of ideas out and put a lot of things into the parking lot. But this is one that I had to do. So the, the app, it's called Color Noir. Right now it's available on iOS. It's coming soon to Google Play. I've been catching a lot of hell. From, so shout out to my Android fam. We got you. We're coming soon. <laughs> but um, it's a coloring book app, and you like coloring book? Why? <laughs> and so I definitely hadn't colored since childhood. I didn't know anything about the coloring book for adults trend. But I came yep. across the trend a couple of years ago. I was doing some app store research. I, periodically, I'll just go through the app store and see what you know. You got to stay up on your your field on your craft. So I'm going through, and I see there are a bunch of coloring book for adults apps, becoming very popular, being successful, making money. I didn't understand why. So it, it turns out that people use them to have fun and to relax, uh, kind of a therapeutic effect. So um, I started playing around with them a bit, and I started to understand the appeal. Then I, I also, of course, noticed that not a lot of these, well, they mostly just ignored black people for the most part. Um, black people were an afterthought in most of these coloring books. And I started figuring to myself, okay, millions of people a year are using these things, but they don't, you know, they don't acknowledge that black people are people, right? Absolutely. Um, so that, 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 that's an issue. But I kind of put that to a side for a while. But we watched Black Panther whenever it came out a year ago, two years ago. Um, and it had such a big impact on myself, on my wife, on, on everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Even some of the, the developers I work with overseas, one of my developers, one of my artists in Sri Lanka, said he watched it seven times, like, awesome. within the first two weeks. Awesome. So, awesome. I started thinking about, man, you got this black story with a black cast and black actors, black director. You know, the, the money behind it might not have been black, but everything mm-hmm. else was black. And it had such a big impact, billion-dollar opening. And, that's and why it you, got us uh, thinking, right? Uh, you know and something? So, we, 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 we just ran out of time on you again. I, I tell you something. You are just a talker. Big time. I got to bring you back on the show again. Third time. Third time. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever. 
even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500 500.